What's good, Divine Family? Um, I'm not going to lie. This is going to be an absolute musing podcast. I want to keep it short, but y'all know how it is sometimes. Um, I will say that I'm trying to formulate the things that I'm feeling and seeing around me. Here's what, you know, I'm not sure what the title will be, but if I'm just going to blurt it out, right? I would say, based on what I'm feeling and got a couple of downloads that kind of confirmed what I was feeling um, today, it's the notion that, for me, I'm coming to the realization that uh, the only person I can save is myself kind of a thing. Um, and I've been mentioning how I'm burning the cape. And when I tell you behind the scenes, I'm thinking about, okay, what else do I want to cut away this winter? You know, what is it? What do I need to unload to be carefree, to be happy? What is keeping me from ascending to the 4D and the 5D? Are there people I need to cut off? Experiences I need to cut off? Um, Do I need to stop watching certain content or um, listening to certain things? What am I consuming? Even when it comes down to like eating, I'm I'm having to um, really reflect yet again. You know what what lifestyle do I want for my eating patterns and you know for my pampering services? You know chiropractic and massages and uh, spa, health spa stuff and exercise regimen. It's like, that's what this winter is about, right? We've been talking about the winter is here. But one of the things, and I'm loving the process, I'm I'm experiencing things and it's going to be so cool to look back on this maybe in, in five years, right? But I started to notice I'm not the only one that is starting to pull back from giving advice. Like, I don't know how to explain it, but I think that it's one of those things where the imagery that comes to mind is Noah on the Ark. I think that, you know, people are starting to just be like, you know what, I've been here, I've been saying the things I know the best, I know how. Not so much me. I my the things I have said on my podcast were more me documenting my journey. I'm kind of laughing at myself because um, when I put in my episode description, the song that best describes what I'm going through right now is that song that's called "New Soul" by um, Yale. Making every single possible mistake. Oh my word. You know, so when you, it's to the point where I'm going to go back and look at my episodes to see if there's any relationship stuff that's giving advice and just take them down because I don't want people taking advice from those. I want them to see it as the thought process that I was going through at the moment, but it's kind of weird for me to see myself, you know, saying some of the stuff that is parroting people that I really don't like. 
<laughs> if I'm going to be honest. Um, just weird. Weird. It's weirding me out, y'all. But I'm noticing. And so, and so I'm coming more and more to the recognition. Like, I'm shying away from relationship content. Um, I'm, I'm. I've already decided not to do Man Crush Mondays at all. Um, at all. <laughs> um, I think at the right time, in under the pre- right pretext, I'll reintroduce the Titans. I loved reading the stories. They were almost like bedtime stories, you know, um, about these heroes in time. Um, and I enjoyed that aspect, but right now I, I, I'm not in a position to give advice to men and or women. I think that, um, for women, my hope would be that I'm bringing things that I'm going through as an adult that they can start to address from an earlier age. But I would say, don't take any of my advice. Um, so, so. That's where I'm at right now. I think that um, you're going to see some new content coming out, but I'm going to stick more to like the food oracles, the entrepreneur, the wealth stuff, the money stuff, um, divine feminine stuff. Um, I do have a couple of books for the sacred energy exchange, like the sex magic ones what I will probably do with those. So I've been having fun with the last ones I did. I got all into the energy, but I think, um, I know that I want to learn the content and how to read the Oracle messages better. And if I become stagnant right now, I'm going to be, I I really, and this is a funny thing. I don't need income from any of this. Um, but I see myself being comfortable with the content in three years. I don't know why three years. I think I'm more tying it to my financial situation, but I think I want to see, I know that in three years, it's like I will have gone through the retrogrades, gone through the zodiacs. I'm learning the zodiacs each month, right? Um, and I will have engaged with all of the meanings and and um, how to really address a situation. So... It's not like in three years I'm going to be doing oracle readings or anything like that. But I want to be able to still engage with the content. Um, so we'll see. Um, so when I was talking about the um, sacred energy one, I have the book on... Um, oh, What is it right here? It's right here. I got two of them. One is the sexual meanings of the cards, and there's 78 cards. So if I were to do one every week, that's 52 and then some, so like a year and a half. And then I also have the erotic astrology. And that one, I will continue doing that. I think next we have Aquarius coming up um, after January the the 20th I believe so I will do the erotic astrology for Aquarius so I can learn a little bit more about that um um, I also have other stuff I can learn like I still have the comedic tarot deck to go through and I still have the um 
the planets. That one was such a beautiful deck. So I have stuff I can learn. Plus, you guys, there's this book. I've been trying to think how to introduce it to you guys. But um, it is called The Rules of Wealth by Richard Templar. And um, it says here, according to Richard Templar, this book gives guiding principles to help readers generate more money, handle it more wisely, grow it more effectively, and use it to live a happier, more fulfilling, comfortable life. And it says there are four parts of the book. Thinking wealthy, getting wealthy, getting even wealthier. When I saw that, I was like, hey, download. <laughs> Um, and then staying wealthy and part five, sharing your wealth. And so it says there's a total of 107 rules. So I'm probably going to um, read those, read them on Wednesdays. I'm three weeks behind because um, this I'm reading this on the 15th. And so we're like in the third week of January, because ideally what I would have done is read one week for for basically this year, next year, which would be like a um 104 um and take us into the third year or i could double up and do two every week and finish at the end of this year so that's kind of what i'm gonna try to decide to do um but yeah like just for example like rule number one let me see Money doesn't discriminate. Anybody can be wealthy. The only thing that can hold you back is yourself and your money your money myths. You have the same rights and opportunities as everyone else to take as much as you want. To yeah, to take as much as you want. Money has no ears or eyes or senses. Wealthy people have nothing in common. They vary from the plain <laughs> They vary from the plain stupid on cooth deserving to undeserving. Interesting. So yeah, just things to think about. I know that there's one coming up where I'm like, yeah, it's interesting that they have it, but that's okay. I just want to engage with that content. So, but, um, so anyways, I was kind of just talking through the content that I have and what I've noticed in other people is I'm starting to notice that people are starting to pull back. Like you're, we're at a point where either you have it or you don't, right? A little bit has to do with the savior complex. I can't save everyone. I had to focus on saving myself, right? Um, and so I think that divine people are going to start to figure out you know, um, and I'm not saying it in a bad way. I'm saying it as in terms of people who more identify like with my role, like trying to do Oracle Reader. I will still do them, but I'm even more so um, pulling back and allowing myself to, to, if somebody needs me per se, or I see something, I will come out and bring it. I don't know how to explain it. That's a part um, at the right time. And I'm trusting will be the right message. Um, but I'm not going to be as visible. Um, but I've noticed that other people who didn't necessarily say they're, they're the, uh, divine or spiritual by any means, but I've noticed that they're just pulling back. And I, I mean it in across the board in areas of expertise. So it's like, 
we're starting to recognize, okay, 2022, there's so many YouTube channels. Like, if you wanted to learn about relationships, there's so much content about relationships. If you wanted to learn about finance, there's so much content out there about finances. If you wanted to find out about um, health and fitness, there's so much content out there about health and fitness. If you wanted to find out about hair care, beauty regimens, um, food, there's so much content out there. And so at this point, you know, one of the things I was thinking about is um, there was a specific project I had given you guys. What was it? I don't remember right off the top, but I remember the energy surrounding it. And I remember like I had the answer, but I didn't want to give it to you guys. I wanted you to go through the thought process of get of getting the information yourself. I think it was for the passive income because energetically what was happening is I was trying to give you guys what I'm doing, right? And I started to realize, I'm like, wait a minute, it's a distraction. They're not, what's going to be important is for them to start to actively seek how to get passive income. And that practice is going to open the doors. You're going to start to Google it. It's going to start to come up on your algorithm. It's going to come up on your YouTube feed and you're going to get to the right rabbit hole. But it's the, I wanted you to get on that process. But I started to realize like, I can't, I can't save you. And and that's that's part of my journey, right? You've probably heard me say sometimes, I'm like, oh my gosh, what if there's somebody out there right now that is not safe? And what if they don't make it this year? The fine source is like, listen, everything's under control. You focus on you. I got my people. I'm working with them one-on-one. They're exactly where they need to be. And they will develop their own muscles, right? And it's like, okay, all right, cool. Cool, cool, cool not Superman. I'm not Superwoman. Um, you know, and, and it's weird. It's a little different, right? Because we've been taught that, I don't know, it's just the space I'm in. It could be energetic, right? I think that um, maybe it has to do with a little bit of the retrogrades that are going on. And so I'm just reassessing what my values are and what's going to, uh, going on around me. If you feel the same way, don't feel bad. Sit in energy, figure it out. Divine Sword is going to give you the downloads. But um, in the quiet space, just try to figure out, you know, you're seeking clarity in some certain things. And um, if you ask for the clarity, it will come to you. I, It's going to be funny, like maybe in a couple of days or after the retrograde turns, I'm going to come on here and be like, you guys, I figured it out. It was this, this, that, and the third, and this is the lesson I learned. So I, I've, I've learned to be familiar with, with the with the energy, go with the flow. Um, these are the things that are bothering me right now. Um, and again, I'm allowing myself to, to pull back. I see it in other people too. Um, and so that means that you're going to have to, you know, we pulled on Friday, the, the, um, carrot, this whole idea of pulling yourself straight up out of the ground. And after I did the uploaded the podcast, the, you know, I reflect on the messages. So sometimes when I'm pulling the cards, it's like, I'm on the spot, I'm on the moment, and I'm just going, you know, synergi- synergistically between 
what as above so below what what have i seen around me and taking all of those things in and dealing with it in the moment but after i upload it things continue to download to me i start to reflect on the message and and what it really means and the message i got afterwards for the for the carrot was you know one of my favorite books y'all is the um wells of abundance right um by evie ingram one of my favorite books but it talks a lot about the state of the the plant right the vegetable the animal and then there's planes of the human there's tears right so you can be a human but still be kind of like subhuman and then working all your way up to the seventh plane which at its at its ultimate level of awareness and consciousness right and so there we have this this vegetable that's in the ground that's just in a vegetative state and so but the whole idea of waking up being conscious that you are a carrot and that you not only are you aware of what you are and where you are but you are now um actively conscious where you're like i am going to put myself up out of the ground that has to do with um we've talked about the four levels which was um you don't know that you don't know you know that you don't know you know that you know, and then it comes so naturally to you that it, it's natural for you to to take action, right? And so some people are in a state where they know, right, that they're vegetable or don't know they're vegetable. Well, surprise, you know, I guess you, you're in XYZ um, condition, but the, it has to do with the external locus of control. Guess what? You can get yourself out of the the mud. And actually in the self-care, we were talking a little bit. I'm not saying to go there. I'm just saying in the self-care oracle, we were talking about, you know, we're coming out of a phase of hibernation and winter where you were a seed. And when you blossom, we were talking about friendship in the self-care oracle. When you blossom, you're going to be experiencing different things, different people from a different level of awareness, right? And so it's kind of symbiotic that they go hand in hand. The messages go hand in hand because um, part of the consciousness is not only are you aware of who you are and where you are, but you can take action, right? Locus of control lies within yourself. You can pull yourself out of the ground right? And and so you're like, but a vegetable can't. Yeah, but you're a human. You're not subject to your elements. You have that authority, that control. You can mastermind how to get yourself out of the situations, out of the depth and the darkness and into the light, right? So there was that message. Another thing that I've been reflecting on was just how the queen moves on the chessboard. Now, the funny thing is I want to do a podcast on this maybe next week, talking a little bit about, um, I wanted to understand more how the queen moves, but there are actually um, chess game rules that talk about, you know, it says sacrifice the queen to win. I was like, wow. And it, some of them say how to take out the queen in four moves and six moves. And I wanted to talk, a, revisit that Disney illustration I had used before about the castle. How did he get to the castle? You know, was it by force? Was he a knight in shining 
armor? Was he a thief or robber coming in the in the middle of the night? Like, I want to play with that imagery, but um, about the queen on the chessboard and the strategy and your value. And but one of the things that we were talking about, I believe, within the last two weeks, is the queen moves all across the board. She can move diagonally and horizontally, right? But one of the things I noticed is I know that what like my last two messages, they were a little bit dark and I'm going to pay attention to that moving forward. They were a little bit dark, but they were like, and so I'm like, oh my goodness, I felt a little bit bad. But then I was like, wait a minute on the chessboard, there's black and white squares, right? And so part of divinity is, yeah, I think that, you know, I'm not going to be nice to everybody. It's conditional femininity. If you come at me a certain way, I'm going to be my queen of swords energy. Right? If you come to me like an emperor, I won't be in empress mode. Point blank, period. But don't come at me with swords, you know, and not expect me to just queen of swords just hack you to pieces. Respectfully. Although I think the last one was a little bit disrespectful. I was a little bit like, damn, if they were coming for me, I would have been like, whatever. But I don't know. I just felt like with that energy, that was like a young person. And, you know, some of the things I said had to do with how we're even dealing with our young people. But but it's okay. I feel like, you know, I'm going to just continue to do go back and forth between, you know, I've talked about how black light and light in the situation and so sometimes it will be all bright and rosy and posies but sometimes I just go into like you know down into the depths of the dark depths of darkness the belly of the beast into the dark square sometimes I'm going to be on that dark square and that's okay sometimes I'm going to be diagonal on you and just out of the out of random right um sometimes I might take more of a horizontal, you know, or vertical approach. Um, But at this point, your girl is just staying on the board. I'm moving any and everywhere that serves me. And um, one of the things that they talked about in the strategies was the, um, oh gosh, I can see the, like, it's so funny how I'm visual, but um. It came to my mind, but I did it. I could see the pictures of the, the names of the things too. But she said they that one of somebody was explaining it, but there's two um pieces on the board that the queen engages with. Um I'm not even gonna att- attempt to say what the, the pieces of the oh my gosh, you guys. Do not laugh at me. I know you're gonna clown me. Chess pieces. If I see the name, I'm gonna know it. Ah, here we go. I believe it was the rook and the and the pawn. Yes. Oh, this is great. No, it was the bishop and the rook. If I'm not mistaken, it was the bishop and the rook. Oh, but this just opened up a whole new different, um, I'm going to study these to find out what that means in a grander scheme of things. So it says the rook 
bishop and knight come in pairs. Meanwhile, there are eight pawns in total and one king and one queen to complete the royal family. And then the bishop says, consequently, a bishop stays on squares of the same color throughout a game. The two bishops each player starts with move on squares of opposite colors. Mm. So that means to me, right off the bat, that means dealing with people who are always going to be in the same color throughout the whole game. That's wild. That's wild. I'm going to have fun with that one. So the bishop stays on the squares of the same color throughout the game. And if I remember correctly, I think it was the rook was the other one. The rook, bishop, and knight come in pairs. Meanwhile, there are eight pawns in total. Hmm. Was it was it the pawn? It says another rule that applies to pawns is and passant, which is in passing. During a game, if the pawn moves two squares on its first move, so okay, but basically the takeaway from that is that those are in passing. So how do you deal with the people, you know, we've been talking about um, there are no friends, there are no enemies, only teachers. So, you know, you have people who are only en passant. How do you deal with the pawns, right? Those that are in passing. And it says if the pawn moves two squares on its first move, and then let's see what it says here. This is going to be a good article, actually. I can tell. I'm going to have to come back on this one. The queen is not allowed to leap over any other pieces. (laughs) She can attack in any manner she moves. However, like every other piece on the board, if she's captured, she's out of the game. The goal of the game, do we want to get captured? I don't know. Is that what marriage is? That's kind of funny. It says the rook, commonly known as the castle, may move as far as it can, but it can only move backwards, forwards, or sideways. It cannot leap over any other pieces, are considered to be powerful pieces, especially when it comes to protecting and working with others to attack the opponent. I think it's the rook, you guys. That's deep. So the queen has to think about the the bishop and the rook, and the rook is the one that... um, is powerful because it protects and works with others to attack the component opponent. This one is nice to me because we've been talking a lot about um, the importance of community, especially for divine feminines. You know, you're going to want to look for the rooks on the chessboard. You're going to want to look for the powerful players that are protecting and working with each other to attack the opponent, whatever the opponent might be in life, um, as long as you're not the one being targeted. This is, I love it. I love it. So you're going to, yeah, I'm going to close out with this because this was just kind of like a chit-chat of kind of where I am with things. But um, yeah, Divine Feminines, the queen has a relationship to the bishop and the rook and the rook is the one that's powerful look for the power players um it says the rooks are considered to be powerful pieces especially when it comes to protecting and working with each other okay 
sense of community, that's where you need to go with. Those are the players on the chessboard. The other ones, I'll have to look at them. Yeah, so bishop, you guys, I'm going to run out of time here. The bishop, it says, starts on a black square and has to move diagonally to a black one and a vice versa. The bishop is good for covering. Oh, yeah. Look at that. Look at who the queen aligns herself with, y'all. Oh, my God. I'm such a nerd. The bishop is good for covering or protecting other pieces on the board. If people are not protecting you, divine feminine, um, or other pieces on the board, cut them loose. Cut them loose. It says, on the board, you will have just two bishops for your chosen color. The one that sits on a white square is allowed to move diagonally. On the white and the black moves only on the black squares. That's I'm gonna I'm gonna take that to another level. But you know, um, I think if you Google understanding the queen, there's a video like one one minute and thirty three seconds, and those are the two players that the queen collaborates with. Right? We've been talking about a sense of community. So yeah. All right. I'm gonna sign off. I'm a little bit. It's time for me to take a little cat nap. I'm gonna take a cat nap. It's Saturday, y'all. The weather is so nice. Um, right now it's 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 a little bit it's a little bit overcast, but it was really nice earlier this morning and stuff. So I'm gonna take a cat nap and then get myself disattractable. Know that I love each and every one of you. I'm rooting for you. Um, and do the self-care. And um, have an amazing weekend. We'll see if I decide to hop on here. Sometimes you, you know how it is. Sometimes I'll be watching something and it'll make me laugh. And then I'll just come on here and share it with you. But if not, I may not come until Monday. I might not come until Monday. All right? Might just relax a little bit. So until the next podcast, I am your Oracle. Peace.